This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. This is the Voice of Pacific Women on Plains FM 96.9. Hear about what is happening in our Pacific communities, information on well-being, Pacific community activities, and our government updates that are relevant to our Pacific peoples. And of course, our favourite Pacific sounds. This show comes to you with the support of the Ministry for Pacific Peoples. Talo falava kiora na nisa bulavanaka talo na ni fakalo falahi atu and warm Pacific greetings to you this morning. Uh, not too hot, not too cold, a little foggy this morning, but nice and crispy, um, just to wake us up for a Friday morning um, on the 9th of September. So we're at the start of September, heading into that uh, nice spring season, which is um, slowly getting warm. Um, I have my co-pilot in the studio with me this morning. Talo for lava to a footy. Talo elelei, Diane and everyone, and I'm not on. Yes, you are not on. Have I got the right mic on? Two. Yes, that might help. Does that help? Malo elelei, everybody. <laughs> Kainga tonga, malo elelei. Happy Tongan Language Week. It's good to have you here with us, joining in wherever you're joining in from. Um, pray that we bless your ears uh, as you tune in this morning. So, malo lele, and it's good to be back. Awesome. Um, yeah, like I said, my co-pilot, so you'll be hearing more from Futi um, in the programs to come. Um, and then, um, yeah, we're going to train right. him up. We're going to have a fun time. We're going to have fun times. But anyway, before we kick off with the show, our word for today. Word for today. Uh, passion. For your house has consumed me. Psalm 69, verse 9. The question is Are you passionate about God or merely passive? Notice the steps that led to Peter's denial of Jesus. All right, step one Satan has demanded the right to test each one of you. But Simon, I have prayed that your faith will be strong. And, and when you have come back to me, help others. This is Luke 22, verse 31 to 32. Jesus warned Peter that he was a target, but Peter didn't believe him. Step two, they arrested Jesus and led him to the high priest's home. After Peter followed at a distance, uh, Peter was one of uh, Christ's closest disciples, but now he was following him at a distance. Luke 22, verse 54. Step three, a servant girl said, the man, uh, this man was one of Jesus' followers, but Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I didn't even know him. Luke 25, verse 56, 57. Step 4. That moment the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me three times that you don't even know me. And Peter left the courtyard weeping bitterly. Luke 22, verse 61 to 62. Here is how it works. First, you assume you won't fall. So you're unprepared for Satan's attack when it comes. 
Next, you allow the problem and the pressure of life to make you forget that your first commitment must always be to the Lord. Finally, you end up spiritually defeated. You say that um, you say that that will never happen to me. That's what Peter said. The reason Satan has asked for you is because he knows that when you become passionate passionate about doing God's will, you will be unstoppable. So never lose your passion for God.
Find my way. Well, how good is that? It's a blast from the past. Actually, TJ used to work for the Ministry for Pacific Peoples, um, which was really awesome to have on board with us. So every now and then we'd get, um, get a live show from uh, TJ. But, um, yeah, and uh, I know that uh, Futi has had the experience of listening to TJ as well. He's, he's well known in, in Auckland. He's, his reggae music, his island style. Um, I'm a big fan of TJ's. Hopefully one day I get to meet him. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, and just like that, on a Friday morning, welcome back to the Voice of Pacific Woman here on Plains FM 96.9 um, on this actually pretty refreshing morning. And it's just got real fresh because we've just had a lovely guest that's just walked into the studio. We might have conned him into it, but that's okay. This is what we're all about. We're about supporting each other. Um, our lovely friend, um, Steve, do you want to introduce yourself and uh, tell us... Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself, Talo for lover. Talo for lover, yeah. Eh, Momo lover na moliatu fataile, polio minister, tangata pasifika, ya taifunika, ya amesifo ifuti, ya otato mafuta fo, ya wafo, intertato pokalame netayau, ya. Eh, fatalo fatu, sunga fafengenga malato fatua, amesifo itina, tama. Tama matini talavo, yeah, see your love attack far now, all along along with the foil tattoo pokalam, yeah, or far along my, yeah, our foil tattoo pokalam near so, yeah, for tailor to a or of I bear the sulu tin or a more the soifua manquia in Netao, my low soifua manquia, my low foil tower tight, yeah, for tight, yeah, I'm a tattoo mattang, yeah, Celia low, oh, sorry. Um, thank you, um, Dai, for the opportunity to come on to the radio and um, sort of like talk uh, uh, about my role and what I do. Um, for those who don't know me, uh, my name is uh, Stephen Sula. Um, I'm not a chief, uh, that's my actual name. Um, I'm the Pacific Liaison Officer for the Canterbury District. Uh, part of my role is to work with our Pacifica people, um, how we can support them, uh, keep them out of the system, um, but also working with our government agencies um, to provide better lifestyles um, and opportunities uh, for our Pacifica people. So uh, it's a privilege um, and an honour um, to be here uh, this morning um, and to share some of the information that we may have um, but to talk and um, as our Pacifica people talk about it, uh, that Talanoa um, you know, today so thank you Maro lava and welcome to the show mm. I know that um, this can be nerve wracking but just like I said before it's just like having a Talanoa with each other like we normally do around coffee and cake only we don't have coffee and cake <laughs> this morning um, but welcome to the show um, but yes, we're looking forward to hearing more about, um, you know, your role and what mm. you do at, at New Zealand Police. And I know there's some work that we've done with the ministry and um, police around um, how we can um, work better um, and how we can do that um, to serve our communities. So we're looking forward to that. Yep. Um, our show this morning, 
we're pretty fluid this morning, but yep. one thing that we're going to share with you is um, things that we've been up to um, over the last two weeks and things that we're going to be up to for the next two weeks. So there's exactly. a lot happening. Um, but one thing I do want to share with you, I'm just going to hand it over to Futsi soon. Um, we do have a um, part of our work program. And under the um, the Longerful goals, um, one of them is goal four around serving our Pacific youth, a goal that's dedicated to our young people. And I know, um, Va'a, you're going to talk a little bit about your role too in, in that space too, because I know that you're really passionate about serving our young people. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those pieces of work that we have that we're leading from the ministry is uh, in a Pacific advisory group. So over to you, Futi. Yeah, no, that's right. So uh, Pacific peoples are much sought after for governance roles. Uh, therefore, there is a need for skilled, more skilled Pacifica people uh, to be considered for the many boards and committee and committees of national significance. So therefore, we have a culturally a youth advisory group uh, that would be launching soon. So please keep an eye out for that. Um, what is culturally? Thanks for asking. Um, it's an opportunity for 10 Pacifica youth across Aotearoa to influence government policies and also the voice of youth issues. Um, their diverse backgrounds, perspective and experiences will bring invaluable insight to support the ministry and wider government to better support and mobilise Pacifica youth communities, um, communities and committees. Um, the Kautili uh, Youth Advisor Group will also represent, uh, will be representative of Pacifica youth voices right across Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, the Kautuli um, Youth Advisory Group will also be an opportunity to provide pathways to build um, governance capabilities for Pacifica youth. So if you are listening this morning and you have uh, one of your youth that's, that's, that would be um, considered for this role, please keep an eye out on our website. Our, the applications will be dropping soon at mpp.govt.nz um, and just keep updated. You can also tune in next week and we might share a bit more. Um, but yeah, that's us. Um, yeah, so listen, um, so listen out for that and look out for that. Um, if you have any more questions, you can drop um, us a message on Southern, an email to southern at mpp.govt.nz or you can call us directly on our mobiles right. and contact number. Yep. Um, speaking about youth, if um, a question over to you, Va'a, um, in terms of that youth space um, in your work, um, what pieces of, are you doing any pieces of work in that space or is it an area that, um, that you're focused on? So, yeah, it's, it's one of the areas that uh, police are looking to focus on, you know, where we, we're looking at our youth, um, how do we keep our youth from offending um, and or also becoming victims. So w- one of the biggest things that we've realised is that over 60% of our Pacifica are now born in New Zealand um, and out of that a lot of our youth under the age of 25 also um, are in New Zealand. So w- one of the things that we come across is the identity of our youth, um, where they, when they're lost, um, and, you know, I'm not making any excuses, but, you know, it's how do we engage our youth in pathways, like mm. what you were saying, like, these are awesome opportunities for our youth to have a voice, um, and and we'd, we'd love that in New Zealand. So working with our youth, like, you know, how do we... Um, adapt to sort of like um, sort of like different pathways for them um, our, our youth aren't always looking for trouble um, it's providing opportunities for them so as police you know yep uh, in the past 
you know, there's that thought that all we do is charge our youth um, and hold them accountable, yes, but we also want to identify, you know, what skills they have and how they can use those skills, you know, um, if it's um, opportunities in the workforce, um, opportunities in the education. Um, our, our, our main role is to prevent our, our Pacifica youth getting into that system because we realise that, you know, it, it's, it's not a hidden factor. You know, I've made mistakes in my life um, when I was a young kid, um, but, you know, it's... It's that discretion of police, you know, how do we deal with our Pacifica people? Because sometimes, you know, when our young people commit offences, that stays with them, you know, and when, we, when they're looking for opportunities for work um, and they do police vetting, sometimes that stuff can stop them from mm. achieving that role. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's um, the, the best things that we can do as partners is to keep talking. Yeah. They just keep sharing the information so that when we're out and about doing engagements that we're aware of that yeah. and that um, uh, while we're focused on is engaging more of our young people. So yeah. um, in terms of those responses and solutions, it's definitely opportunities for us to partner um, together in that. So, Okay, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what we get up to. Um, I might even throw out a few curly questions out to Vav. He's looking really, really nervous, but I'm sure he'll start to (laughs) relax too. But uh, we'll come right back um, after this tune by um, At Ease, Rise and Shine.
Well, that was Rise and Shine. I thought it was quite fitting given that we just had a bit of a dalanoa around our young people um, and giving them the best chance and opportunity in their journey. Because um, uh, one of the things I did think about just before just now was um, just setting themselves goals, like even if they were achieving goals like getting out of bed, Mm. Making their bed, uh, get up, make their bed, and you know, help out in the morning with the, which I know a majority of our young people do anyway. Um, I think we take it for granted sometimes when, um, you know, when they when they've got to navigate through the changes and all that stuff, and all the influences of um, online, with all sorts of things online and that. So, mm. but welcome back to the show. Um, we've got some amazing. We've got an amazing guest in our studio this morning got my co-pilot Futi with me this morning um, and also got Va'a um, from um, New Zealand Police um, who's going to share with us a little bit more about his um, his role. Um, we've been working with New Zealand Police ever since I've been with the ministry and we've got some pretty solid relationships there and um, partnership and we're also looking to partner up to um, do some more in the community. Mm. So over to you Va'a, so maybe share with us one thing that you're focused on um, in terms of a goal and objective for you this year? Um, one of the goals for me is really um, helping to identify some of the things that our Pacifica people aren't aware of. Um, because, you know, it's it's easy enough to say, you know, when a lot of our people migrate from the islands to New Zealand um, and we do have our ways in the islands, but it's helping them to understand that New Zealand law is a bit different uh, from, you know, uh, what they're accustomed to back in the islands. So it's helping to prevent them, um, you know, uh, a lot of our um, families who migrate to New Zealand aren't aware that, you know, there's certain things you can't do and you can do. Mm. Um, and sort of like, you know, it's my goal to share that information, you know, um, when we're talking about driver licensing, um, you know, a lot of our Pacifica people um, tend to think that having a learner licence is a mm-hmm. equivalent to a full licence, mm. but, you know, it, with the New Zealand system, it's a bit different, um, you know, people can get their uh, Samoan licence on as a full and then you know, how long can they drive with a, a um, Samoan licence or a Tongan licence before they need to convert it to a um, New Zealand licence. So a lot of, a lot of um, that role for me is a goal that I know, you know, being the only Pacific Liaison Officer in the Canterbury District, I can't do this alone. So the focus is, is working alongside like South Dai, uh, Ministry of Pacific People, because um, like we've always said and we've always grown up with it, mm. you know, it takes a community mm. um, to achieve things, and it, it, that's what we do. You know, um, I work alongside uh, Ministry of Pacific People who have that community connection how do I get the message out you know um, and work alongside you guys too because we all got goals um, in our our own uh, government agencies but our goals are are, are totally similar Mm. you know it's that uh, 
community engagement with our Pasifika people, That's which right. is really important. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, look, I take my hat off to the people before us, the pioneers, who set the foundation for where we are now. So you know, it's it's for us. That's why I talk about our youth. Our youth is our future. So you know, why not take them along that journey? Because mm. when we're finished, you know, we might not see the the benefits, mm. but our kids, our youth, are going to see those benefits. Yeah, I mean, you just shared earlier that where we make up over sixty percent mm. of the um, the youth population. Um, mm. You know, our our, popu- our Pacific population is over sixty percent of young people. Mm. So there's definite, and the the other challenges around that because you mentioned identity, yep. um, the intergenerational challenges that they they have to they navigate through. Mm. Um, you know, identity is so huge, and and. You know, how do we respond to support the identity journey and all that? Yeah. Yeah, so... That's huge, Jay, because you're right. Um, I love that you talk about identity because um, it's, it is hard for Pacifica youth to come here and adapt to this New Zealand lifestyle mm. because from our Pacifica lens, they think that New Zealand is the land of milk and honey. Yeah. But then they come here, it's actually the land of a lot of red tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's that's a lot of the issue is uh, because I've been a community youth worker for over 10 years in my, my heart and I was working with young offenders and my heart is really for our people that are working with um, our youth is to change their lenses. Eh? Mm. Um, success... Um, is different right across the board. Eh? Yep. Success for someone might be, you know, go, grad, go to school and graduate. Mm. But then also success for someone is actually getting out of bed. Yep. But mm. it's, it's us being able to celebrate whatever success looks like in the lives of our young ones and championing them so that they can eventually get to a place where they be, can be independent and contribute to the, to the wider society. Yeah. Yep. But you're right, it always, it always starts with our identity. Eh? Mm. If you don't know who you are, they would look to others to tell them who they are. Mm. Yep. And that's where a lot of the issues will stem from mm. because all of our Pacifica people, their uh, young people that feel that they're excluded from school mm. or from these other positive environments, they all tend to band together. Yep. Uh, mm. And when they band together, and we know when all of our Pacifica people get together, it's a good time. Yep. And with, when there's a lot of time, our young people can get, get real creative. Mm. Yep. And that's where a lot of the issues starts creeping in now. Mm. So. And no, I think also the onus is on us as well, mm. like our community, especially our, like, you know, our elders, um, because, you know, there's always the, the the kid who's born in New Zealand, you know, don't speak the language mm. or don't understand it, but it's up to us as well to, like, encourage that, you know. Um, we, we're so quick to laugh when someone doesn't pronounce something or doesn't know, but so that, we, we should be encouraging that, you know, mm. our kids, because then our kids tend to go, well, I don't want to learn it because they just laugh at me. But if mm. we, like you said, that's, you know, s- some of that's on us as well a- as a community. We need to encourage it, but also that support is major for our kids. Yep. You know, like, not always looking at the negatives, you know. Um, like, we, we talked about, you know, kids who graffiti and all that, you mm. know. That, that, that is a, a, a trait in itself. So how do we use that, you know, to turn that around and go, hey, do you know? That's right. You can become an artist. You can sell mm. your stuff. You yeah. know, um, and it's just opportunities. Hey, we mm. we talked about transferring those skills. That's right. Um, and, and and that's what's like you know I love about this job. I, I get to um, experience that. Mm. Um, but 
like I said, it's not just a one person, you know, or one team. Yeah. It's a community effort. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, so that's an that's obviously a huge area that we that we're all focused on. So that's a common theme through all of our mm. pe- our workers' engagement with you know connecting with our young people. Because yeah. um, it stretches far beyond, you know, what we know. Yeah. Um, which is probably one year we can all focus on. In an ideal world, it would be great to focus on one year, but yeah. um, mm. we have to navigate quite a few spaces at mm. the ministry. Um, but in terms of the team that you're part of, is can you just share with us a little bit more about the team that you're part of? Because we hear, we know, I mean, you, you share, people will know New Zealand Police for one thing, yep. you know? Mm. Uh, you know, from past, ex- <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the how our communities would uh, do perceive and understand their understanding of new, of police, um, which is all that frontline, you know, the frontline police officers and um, the things that you see on the media. But I know there's more to police than just that. Yep. So, and I know the team that you're part of is really important around that community engagement. Mm. Um, and I know that um, police has a specific strategy that enables us to look at some key things that are really important to police as well as Pacific. Yeah. So maybe you could share with us a little bit more about the team that you're part of and why the team exists. So how the um, Māori and Pacifica um, and ethnic services came about um, back in the days sort of like uh, when a lot of our uh, Pacifica were brought into New Zealand um, for work and all that and it, it stands back to what is called the Dawn Raids where they had an economic crash where in the 60s and 70s a lot of our Pacifica people were targeted uh, by police um, as overstayers and what, what what came from that was that, you know, um, a lot of our Pacifica people um, had to sort of, like, you know, have their papers, have their passport, um, and police were acting um, on behalf of the government um, as, you know, um, leading the enforcement. So one of the things that came out of that and police identify was a police strategy for Pacifica people, which is called now the Oletao Fall, and it's currently going through a review at the moment. And out of that, um, it, it talks about sort of like, you know, building capability within our um, uh, Pacifica community, uh, mm-hmm. enabling them as well, um, looking at our youth offending, um, mental health, uh, family harm, how do we sort of like work now with our Pacifica people? So the role of um, uh, Pacific Liaison Officer, so I sit in with a team um, that involves an Iwi Liaison Officer, an Ethnic Liaison Officer. We also have um, support resolution um, and soon um, we're still working on having a gang harm reduction team. So Will they sit within... MPS. Oh, right. Yeah. right. So we're still... And, and I'll, I'll talk more about the gang harm reduction team. Um, so basically, with our liaison officers, our iwi, ethnic and pacifica, we are mainly dealing with our, our communities. We work mm. closely together because 
Yep, we see a similarity in our communities. You know, you might be Maori or ethnic, Pacific, uh, but they all are, are similar. Mm. You know how mm. we, they work in our communities. So our role is mainly prevention. Um, and yes, they're, they're like it's not a hidden fact that you know police are seen to lock up people and hold them accountable. Um, and you know. Uh, the media portrays us as um, sort of like uh, ruining people's lives. No, I think we've started to move away from 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 that lens. Mm. Uh, mm. We're more uh, um, operating under the umbrella of the prevention mm. and prevention first, having that mindset. So, like you know, um, delivering um, targeting um, the drivers of demand. So that's alcohol, youth, um, family harm, um, mental health organised crime. Um, so these are the things that sort of like we're, we're looking at. How do we reduce stuff like, you know, that offending? Mm. So when we're out in our communities, we're, we're, we're preventing our communities from the offending side of things, mm. but how to keep them safe as mm. well. So safer communities, you know, uh, as part of the police vision, um, you know, is um, to be the safest country in the world. Um, and... We'd like to, we can only achieve that by working together as a community. So, yes, um, we can sit there and look at the past mm. or we can look at the future. Mm. Uh, and what does the future look like for us is how do we prevent our people from coming under that system. Okay. Mm. That sounds awesome. And awesome. I'm really excited to hear more about that because yeah. um, it sounds like they're building a team that serves a, an actual purpose. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, yeah. you've got other teams coming into that so that actually serves the purpose of the, the response that, you know, that's quite focused and dedicated to that. Um, but, yeah, that no, sounds really exciting. Mm. Okay, yeah. so um, we're going to take another break. Um, I'm sure you're um, quite keen to have a bit of a break and have a bit of a jiggy. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> bit of a jiggy. You want a jiggy, Eva? Jiggy. Anyway. No, I want a super. <laughs>
That's in honour of um, Tongan Language Week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to get someone to sing, but no one's Tongan here. <laughs> Va'a, where are you looking? Are you? Are I'm you Tongan? Sh- Tongan? Are you part Tongan? I'm Lamkoa, but I can't speak it. Are you part Raro Raro Tongan too? Yeah. Cooking. Oh, that's awesome. That's where my height comes. I was going to say that's where your shaky leg comes from. So, so oh, I'm interested now. I'm curious. So, so you're part Samoan, yep. cookie arani. Wow. So my my grandma is a cookie, um, and um, she comes from a village called Avalua. Yeah. And um, but I grew up mainly from my Samoan side. Right. Wow. So, um, and and it was, I think um, Mum doesn't really share the story, um, but. You know, uh, I know Mum was saying that uh, it was back back in the days when they had the war, mm. and then our, um, uh, our our people like Cook Islanders, we used to go and watch the the the, the um, watch out on the beaches for any um, Chinese Chinese singers who were evading, sort of like the. the oh right. Wow. And so, my mum said that my great granddad and grandma. Like um, pushed them away from the islands because they didn't want to, like you know, be involved. So that's where my yeah, grandma, in, my great ah, Samoa, and then ended up in yeah. So in yeah, nice. wow. so well, actually, because I've asked you, I'm going to ask Footy. Like Footy, what, what's your um, makeup? My makeup, I am hundred percent Samoan. <laughs> Just 100% um, Samoan through and through. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. My husband John is 100% Samoan through and through. Although I do get uh, asked a lot, are you Tongan or are you Maoli? Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's quite common. I get asked a lot, are you Tongan or are you Maoli? Nah, I'm full Samoan ah, okay. through and through. Well, if anyone, thanks for asking, but um, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Samoan. <laughs> I'm half Samoan, half singer, so... But the story behind that story is that um, it was my my two granddads who were um, obviously from China. Mm. They were getting all, they were escaping the the war back in the day. They jumped they so they jumped onto a boat mm. and this boat ended up in Samoa and that's how they ended in Samoa. Mm, my grand my grandmother's and Pops your uncle. Here I am with half Samoan, half Chinese. Wow, similar story. Well, change your uncle, not Bob. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not going to cut it, eh, 14? 
<laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back to the Voice of Pacific Woman um, here on 96.9 Plains FM. Um, on this Friday, the, the 9th of September, our first Friday of the month, actually, um, we've got a few things that's coming up. Um, I'm going to ask Futi to, he's going to share one of the notices and then um, I'll share another notice with you. That's right. So this Sunday on the 11th of September from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Lincoln Domain, we have the Sawan Culture Fest. And it's, this is the first year that they've ever run a culture fest. Um, it's going to be held at um, the Lincoln Domain. Um, we've got performances throughout the whole day from 10 a.m. right through to 4 p.m. Uh, just to name a few. We have um, we have Kapahaka groups. we got... Um, we have um, we got the mayor that'll be speaking, Darfield High School, Lincoln High School. Uh, we've got Mexican performances, Nepalese dance group. We've got Latin dance groups. And that's just a few of the many amazing performances that we have that day. Um, this is also a free event for the whole family. So come on down if you're up to nothing. Uh, Lincoln Domain. Also, there's a, there's a lot of activities that are going to be um, around, the, around the space for a lot of our kids to try out. Um, we can also learn kapahaka there as well. Uh, you could also have a go at Bali feet, um, have a go at jiu-jitsu, um, and there's a lot of other stuff, taekwondo and, and many more other activities for you and your whanau to enjoy. So please come on down if you're up to nothing this Sunday uh, at 10am to 4pm. Also, there's a lot of food stores as well, so um, let's take your uh, taste buds on an indigenous international tour um, here in Ototahi. And Sour District. That's a really great plug there, Fulti. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. So there's something to do in the weekend. If you're out and about, take a wee drive out to Sour District, um, out Lincoln, um, to enjoy a day out there on a Sunday. Um, I do have another notice to share with you. We've been talking about our roadshow, uh, upcoming um, engagements um, right across um, Aotearoa. Um, currently, they're just uh, in the North Island, and then they come through to the South Island um, next week. So just a heads up, we're kicking off in uh, Dunedin next week on Tuesday. Um, and Wednesday, we go to Invercargill. Uh, the following week we go into Nelson and then the week of the 27th we're coming to Canterbury so our our first Canterbury engagement with the Pacific community is in Timaru on Tuesday 27th of September that's Timaru Tuesday 27th of September that is from 6pm to 7.30 and then we come to Christchurch we finish off our Christchurch engagements sorry our South Island engagements here in Christchurch on Wednesday 28th of September from 6 to 7.30 that venue is here at Ara um, at the Student Lounge um, right here on Madras Street so you can just at the start of Madras Street you can turn into the main car park here at Ara and right on the same um, same block the uh, Student Lounge is right there so this is an opportunity for you to come in and see us um, all of those questions you've always wanted to ask us about the ministry and what we do um, what funding, the common question we get asked for is what type of funding we offer. Mm-hmm. So here is your chance and opportunity. Come down come down to Ara on the 28th of uh, September. Um, the ministry is hosting our first engagement, actually. It's going to be our first engagement with the community since the last round, which was about four years ago, four or five years ago. 
um, an opportunity to talk to us. Um, we've got our whole team from the ministry coming in, from various teams coming in to talk to you. Um, we'll also give you an update on what we've been up to since the launch of the Lung of Foal report back in three or four years ago. Um, and also tell us, um, and also just, you know, come and tell us how we're doing, what we need to do more of, um, how do we, you know, give us some direction on the next the next wave of our work. Um, there's never, there's no wrong or right answer. Um, we're always open to hearing your thoughts, um, what the challenges are, but also what the solutions are. Mm. We're also here to celebrate you as our community who have always been there backing us um, at the Ministry for Pacific, but also with our partners too. So we also look forward to having um, police there join us on that day. If you want to know more about these engagements or you want to RSVP, please RSVP at um, Southern on our email, southern at mpp.govt.nz. Um, RSVP to southern at mpp.govt. Dot NZ. That's for Christchurch, Wednesday, 28th of September from 6 to 7.30. Mm. Um, Va'a, do you have any notices that you want to share? It's all good if you don't. I'm just um, giving myself a breather here. That, I, I do have one. Uh, oh, you know do? That, um, we've got the Aviva Swinger program. That's part mm. of um, the uh, Pacifica Men's and Female program. They uh, uh, having a graduation tomorrow at Phillipstown. Um, if you're free, come along um, and see some of our um, Pacifica people graduate um, from the program. Um, it's a good program that's run by um, Aviva um, under the watchful eye of uh, Nikki Sofei. Can you just touch on what the program? So, so. It's, it's one of the programs that we do have in Canterbury that's dedicated to our Pacifica male perpetrators. Right. Um, which deals with sort of like a family harm, alcohol, drugs. Um, it's a 10-week program um, where um, it, it looks at our cultural lens sort of like um, for our Pacifica people. And it's all ages. Um, we have like uh, our young people like from 18 up, and then we have our elders who also are part of the program, um, and it's dedicated to uh, the Pacifica people, um, the Tongans, Fijians. Um, they use that uh, that sort of like um, I think they call tapafa that tapafa well, they've got the uh, whale, um which is their cultural, the spiritual, uh, mental health, um, and all those other lens that's covered. So it's a 10-week program. It's a program as well that supported, um, that support our, our males. Um, and they've also started up with our females as well. Um, and that's just one of those programs. Um, sort of like uh, a lot of our people identify sort of like uh, as Pacifica who, you know... Um, come under sort of like um, the services to help them sort of like uh, along that journey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, ha- there's lots happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's well, always something happening in, in the community, but it's yeah. that's really mm. encouraging to hear that they've um, yeah. come through the program, eh? Just yeah. another yeah. another way to support our people get into, you know, good spaces and that. Oh, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we've come to the that time of the show. You can all breathe now. Oh. <laughs> 
um, come to the time of the show where we get to we get to do a bit of reflection before we sign off. Um, any closing remarks from our team? Um, yes, I have one, um, and it's this one. There's a quote from um, from I'm not going to say who it's from. This is one of those hard names to pronounce, but it goes like this: Mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Nice. I've got no comment to that. <laughs> no comment? No closing remarks? No, no. Oh, look, uh, thank you for the opportunity uh, to come along and share um, on the radio um, and, and have this done and all with you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, I know this is not going to be the last, um, but continuing on to support this week. Um, in this Delanor. So thank you very much, Di, and for inviting me as well. No, absolutely. Um, it's always good to share the space. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know we talked in the break around um, spaces, platforms mm-hmm. for our people, how to reach our people. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, like um, was mentioned in the show earlier around being adaptable mm-hmm. and just making those um, opportunities happen. So, yeah, this is a, this is a good platform because most of us most of our listeners are our matuas that are mm. at home. Yeah. Um, I know the odd ministry people are listening, so a big shout out to our ministry staff that are listening from afar. Um, you know who you are, <laughs> so it's good to know that you guys are tuning in into the south, get a little bit of the south um, South Island with you. But yeah, just want to wish everybody the best this weekend. Keep yourself safe and well. This program is about looking after each other, about our well-being. Um, and so just being here is part of my well-being. Um, it helps to kind of reset my tone, my weekend, but also the week ahead. Um, there's a f- quite a bit happening right across the Motu, so um, just keep yourself safe and well. Um, we do look forward to coming back to you in two weeks' time.